From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Thousands of Aussies stuck at home right now have struck TV gold. That's a tiger, now I understand. I saw a tiger, tiger That's a snippet of the brand new Netflix docuseries Tiger King. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, press pause on this episode and go watch it immediately. You won't regret it. For those who have, listen on, because we're going to try to find out what's happened since this went to air to the real people involved and whether it's had any impact at all on the world of big cat zoos in the US. If you haven't seen Tiger King yet, you might want to skip this episode because, warning, there are spoilers aplenty ahead. Explaining to someone who hasn't seen the seven-part Netflix docuseries Tiger King exactly what Tiger King is is difficult. So we asked our Mamma Mia colleagues to try and do it for us. It mostly centres around this guy who describes himself as the Tiger King, Joe Exotic, who is a redneck, mullet-wearing, gun-toting, gay zookeeper with two husbands, a meth habit. Like, it's just, it's the craziest show you've ever seen. And they're all completely irredeemable as characters, but everyone seems to have it in for Carol. And then... What gets a bit scary is that he starts plotting her murder. But I guess it's not completely his fault because other people are plotting her murder too. There is a drug kingpin who smuggles drugs within snakes and yet somehow that's the least crazy thing that happened in the entire show. Originally, the film's directors set out to make a documentary exposing the miserable lives of big cats in captivity in America with a sobering stat mentioned at the very start, explaining how there are more tigers in zoos across the US than are left in the wild. But as the plot of a much bigger story unfolded right before their eyes, the documentary turns into a true crime, with a murder for hire, fraud and intimidation with animal cruelty thrown into the mix. The story follows Joe Exotic, a very sparkly, flamboyant, country-singing gay man who ran an exotic animal park in Oklahoma, surrounded by a cast of humans who are unhinged, a little messed up, and in some instances have a long criminal history. All right, so we're going to make sure everybody's standing up. Get your turn to come down here and love on this baby tiger because that's what you came here for. The animal rights people like to bitch at you that cub petting is, is abuse, okay? In my opinion, it's the best education tool. And every moment after, you're confronted with shocking visions, from tiger cubs ripped from their mother while she's still in labour so they can be hand-read for tourists to pat. She's panting hard. I know she's panting hard, but she's having a cub. You'll see. Watch her ass. Give me a whole cut. Give me a whole cut. To the cult-like following of not just the people around Joe, including his two husbands. He complained that there was that he was a prisoner, that he was never allowed to leave the park. He wasn't allowed to get a job. All this was true. But around other big cat men and women too, like a guy called Doc Antle, who has several wives, all of whom came to his park very young and never left. There are YouTube videos of Joe pretending to shoot his rival in the head. You want to know why Carol Baskin better never, ever, ever see me face to face? That rival is accused of killing her millionaire husband and feeding him to her tigers. There's a suicide partially caught on tape, there are runs for president, criminal networks created, 
Eventually, the FBI is involved and while one goes to jail, others who seemingly have just as many criminal moments under their belt walk free. This isn't a made-up story, ladies and gents. This all really happened and these people are now seeing themselves broadcast across the globe on Netflix. Nick Bond is an entertainment editor at news.com.au. Nick, I don't know how you're going to do this, but can you narrow down the top five craziest moments from Tiger King? Look, I'm going to give it a go. So top five, I would say number five has to be kind of an umbrella for all of Joe Exotic's music videos. But one in particular, his sordid murder ballad where he accuses Carol Baskin of feeding her husband to the tigers, mainly because he got that lookalike who looks exactly like Carol Baskin. It's bizarre. Number four, I'm just going to give this to all of the two camera interviews. Whenever the people involved are doing their interviews to the camera, I'm thinking of Joe's husband, John Finlay, who appears across all seven episodes and we never see him wearing a shirt. Another interviewee is interviewed in the bath. I'm just wondering like, what the thought process was when the documentary makers asked him to hop in the bath before he talked about his involvement in all of this. And even the head, in, like, even the people that you think would be normal in this, the head investigator is interviewed at home with the most bizarre interior decorations around him. He's got like a tacky coffee table that's like a little monkey butler and stuff. It's like, I don't know where they find these people, honestly. Number three is not something that's actually in the show, but this is something that's emerged later as we've all kind of like obsessed with different facets of Tiger King. This is the Britney Spears connection where Doc Antle was pictured on stage handling a tiger during that infamous Britney Spears performance at the VMAs back in the early 2000s when she did I'm a Slave for You. And at another award show, Britney is pictured in the audience sitting next to a woman who looks strangely like Carol Baskin. So I think if there is a season two, it needs to be about the Britney connection because I want to know a lot more about that. Number two, this is a bit of a grim one and there are spoilers here, but I have to go with Joe's speech at the funeral for his late husband, Travis. I think one thing that you can say about Joe is that he just seems to have been born devoid of any shame whatsoever. And there's a moment there where he's lovingly referring to Travis's testicles as his golden nuggets and the camera pans to Travis's grieving mum. And that's probably the most grim, bizarre moment in the whole show, really. All right, what is your number one craziest moment of Tiger King? I mean, I can't go past the employee's arm getting bitten off. And as with most things in the show, it's more about Joe than the poor employee who's just lost half an arm. Now, Joe takes the time when he's been told that there's been a gruesome accident at the zoo to go and get changed and put on a different leather jacket that's his medical leather jacket. And then after going and seeing how the employee is, as they're hopefully not bleeding to death, he runs to the gift shop to tell everyone at the park that they are eligible for a refund. And the, the looks on those people's faces are pretty similar to my look on my face the whole time I was watching this show. Now, this isn't a TV show. This is real life. Like these people exist out there in the world and still do. What have been some of the responses of these people since this has been released? It's been just over a week since it's been on our Netflix channels. What's the response yeah. been? I think it is important to note that it is real life because the amount of people I've tried to tell to watch this show and when you do a brief explanation, they go, oh, okay, so this is fiction, right? <laughs> and I think that opening fact uh, that they say in the first episode saying that there are more tigers in cages in the US than there are in the wild, I think once you hear that, you realise you're in for a world that you know very little about. Everyone in the show seems pretty sort of fame-hungry, so they're all embracing their new notoriety to various degrees. Doc Antle is doing interviews 
across the press, across America and in Australia. I know Carol Baskin is pretty upset with how she was portrayed because I think that she was under the impression this was going to come out and be a pretty gentle documentary about the plight of big cats. And obviously now every second meme about Tiger King on Twitter is about the idea that she possibly fed her husband to tigers. So maybe her appearance in the show didn't go quite as she had planned. That is the big takeaway from this is did Carol kill her husband? Has this started the cold case into this again? Are people now looking back into the disappearance of Don Lewis, Carol's first husband? Second husband. Yeah, Sorry, he was the second. I'm the so second confused. Husband. Yes. And look, I, you know, I joke about Brittany being the basis for season two, but I think there's definitely more to be investigated in the disappearance of Carol's husband, which potentially might make her a little bit nervous if people start digging. Nick, why are we so enthralled with this Tiger King doco? I mean, would it have been as popular had we not been forced into isolation right now? Look, we're all obviously got a lot of free time on our hands, but I think it's almost a little bit deeper than that. I think we're in a time right now where everybody is feeling so uncertain, like you don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. And I think it goes back to that facet of Joe's personality and the other personalities that are in this is they're all so ridiculously sure of themselves, for better or worse, and it's usually for worse. It's quite magnetic to watch these people in this world that none of us really knew anything about a week ago, who are just completely confident, have no shame and it feels very different to the way the world is at the moment. But while we're all shaking our heads in amazement that people like those in Tiger King actually exist in the real world, you have to ask the question, did the director's original plan work? Has this shone a light on animal cruelty and will it make a difference? Danica Oriol-Morway is the County Director of Four Paws Rescue USA. Danica, has the animal cruelty message gotten through here? Has Tiger King sent the right message? The unfortunate situation is that I think a lot of the animal experience has not really been highlighted in this series. It's primarily about people fighting with people over animals and the animal suffering and the animal experience, the animal welfare really takes a backseat to the human drama. And I think that that gets lost a lot in the series. And I think even just looking online on social media and the way people are talking about it, you know, we're hearing about Carol and we're hearing about Joe Exotic and all the other characters, but we're not hearing about really what's happening to these animals and the tragedy that's happening to big cats in captivity here in the US. Do you think it might stop people from going to pat animals, wild and exotic animals in the future? Because you do see people and and then the process of how those little cubs end up being able to be patted by you. Do you think that's put some tourists off perhaps? I hope so. But I also know that people love petting animals. And I think that there's going to need to be a much more robust intellectual conversation to really get people to change their behavior. And I really do hope that seeing those baby tiger cubs getting ripped away from their mother while she's still birthing them, I hope that really struck a chord with people to know that this is an inherently cruel practice. And the animal suffering goes far beyond just the moment they're taken away from their mother. It continues on their entire life until they inevitably end up either in a sanctuary or, or even worse, discarded, or in the case of this series, animals even being killed because they didn't have space for it. 
the whole situation, it really just is a tragedy from start to end. And I do hope that that was at least picked up in some capacity. But this is just the beginning. It's the beginning of the conversation. And unfortunately, I do feel it, it didn't do justice to what we need to do as community members here to do better for these animals. But I hope it really started a conversation and people really start taking a second look as to when and how we decide to contact and, and to have contact with animals. How do you combat the argument that a lot of these guys bring up, and Joe Exotic says this a few times during this docuseries, is that they are working to conserve these breeds and that conservation is what they're about. And without them, because the stat says there's more in captivity in the US than there are in the wild now, tigers specifically, that they are doing their part to save the species. How do you counteract that argument? Well, one of the first things happening is that the breeding process that's happening in these facilities is not regulated. It's not following any type of SPSS program. It's people who are breeding in their backyards with no regard to genetics and to health and well-being and the long-term plan for these animals. So to say that you're breeding for conservation just so that you can keep cages full, that's not conservation. Conservation is a holistic system that's talking about conserving habitats, conserving the animals in their native environment and pursuing conservation in situ, um, not in people's backyards. And I think that just to say that you're breeding so we have higher numbers, that's not doing any animal in the wild any favors. And if anything, it's diverting resources away from true conservation that is beneficial the wild tigers in the wild and keeping them where they're supposed to be. Joe Exotic is still in the Grady County Jail in Oklahoma for plotting to murder his nemesis, Carol Baskin. In fact, right now, he's in coronavirus isolation. A recent investigation into his country music albums found it's likely he did not sing on any of them. He's still married to his fourth husband, Dylan. The old zoo that Joe ran is still open and being run by his former business partner, Jeff Lowe. But business isn't good. And Carol Baskin is currently hitting back online from her big cat sanctuary against those who say she killed her husband. I'm Howard Baskin, Carol Baskin's husband. We also believed Eric and Rebecca when they told us that while they felt they had to mention the disappearance of Carol's husband, Don, 23 years before, as part of the context and background on her, that it would be done in a respectful and truthful way. Not only did they lie about that, They never even gave us a chance to respond to many of the false claims that ended up in the documentary. Tiger King is shocking, concerning on so many levels and endlessly entertaining, especially while a lot of us are cooped up at home and need the distraction. But on a personal note, as someone who once patted a tiger cub overseas and has since regretted it, seeing this has really sealed the deal. I will never encourage or be involved in the petting of wild animals kept in captivity again. This episode of The Quickie was produced by Melanie Tate with audio production by Ian Camilleri and recorded in my front room while we all work in isolation. Many of our other pods are also being recorded in cupboards, bedrooms and in Andrew Datto's case, from his car down at the beach. Check out the Mamma Mia podcast network for a stack of audio to keep you informed, entertained and sane during this COVID-19 crisis.